0: I'm
1: telling you though, this is sort of uncensored. I know, but they do it like out
0: of some questions.
1: What do y'all think? We can do a live one day marriage thing where you pre-register one day. I think that'd be great. The poet himself. You are correct, Edgar Allan Poe, right here. He was kind of dark, though, wasn't he? He was kind of dark and gruesome. Not sure. The only poet, little known story or fact about Sunday's illustration. The only poet I could think of in the moment when I was talking about that was Dr. (laughs) Seuss. I could not, for the life of me, in either experience, think about any other poet.
2: Shakespeare? I couldn't
1: think about Shakespeare. I couldn't think about Edgar Allan Poe. I couldn't think about, I don't, see, right now, I can't think about nobody else but Dr. Seuss.
2: Wow.
1: The man that wrote Green Eggs and Ham, and that's the only doggone person I could think about. I mean. That I could compare uh, my (laughs) treasure and amazing poem to.
0: You did rhyme like him. I mean, he, his art was rhyming. I mean, he even made up words to make sure that every stands around.
1: I'm just going to be real. I think I would have beaten him. I mean. In a poetry contest. I don't
0: know, Dave. It was really good, though. It was really good.
1: Well, my poem? Oh, I know. They know now, too. (laughs) If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's the Sunday from the message. Message from Sunday.
0: If you ever get some free time, just me for a picture of it and you can read the whole thing
1: oh it's on this it's I life changing mariana was walking around with it zoomed up read the whole thing i was like what are you she's doing she's trying to get now? some you pointers
0: for old jeffrey
1: old Je- <laughs> I'm getting pointers for jeffrey poor guy all right y'all ask us some questions what's up ask us something give us something good i gotta keep scrolling over here on the side so i'm gonna do my best um to continue doing that to keep up with questions hey. we put in there. Um, go ahead, sorry. What?
0: No, I cut you off, sorry. We got a few it's things coming that. up
1: at Radiate as you're getting your questions in. So, um, this Sunday is the last Sunday of the Vow. It's going to be awesome. We're tag teaming this week. It's going to be great right here, Nux. Let's back go again. blow it up. Tag um, team. All right. Um, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. We start a brand new series next Sunday called bigger, go home. That's one of our core values in the way. And so that's important to us. But, um, this Sunday, Saturday before that, um, okay. on March 2nd, we have the full life one day. And as you guys are typing your questions and put them in the comments there, um, let me just tell you what full life one day is. It's an opportunity. We want everybody that is currently or wants to serve one day to attend that. It's going to be a great day so that we can learn together. Um, The why of Radiate, the how of Radiate, the how do we do it of Radiate, all that stuff. And uh, so that we can uh, discover ourselves, our purposes, our giftings, our values, and discover God at the same time through Radiate. So we want you to be a part of that. It's going to be an awesome, awesome time. Um, If you've ever thought about serving before and you've never signed up, this is your moment. We are that day going to get you through full life and on a team that day. It's going to be great. So
0: it's gonna be awesome yeah and you'll leave you won't leave empty-handed no it's it's just gonna be really beneficial you're gonna really want to
1: come uh, for a lot of areas of your life in leadership It's gonna
0: be great and I want to add too hang on
1: as you're doing that guys y'all put some questions in so we know where this conversation needs to go we yeah. don't want to just give Any you questions things. have you dealt
0: with anything with your wife or your husband or maybe you're single and you have questions you're just wondering,
1: we could talk about a lot of things, but I'd rather talk about things that we know are going to be beneficial for That's you. Right. So, go for it. Sorry. So,
0: one thing that might be beneficial for you is I haven't
1: Take care both.
0: seen the. Uh, sorry.
2: You haven't seen the. I haven't
0: seen the sermon
2: from Sunday
0: yet. Yeah. And I hear there's a watch party on Facebook tomorrow night at 7 p.m. So, hey, join me and whoever else wants to get on. Or maybe you want to hear it again. Because um, I know every time. I hear something like over and over again i get something even deeper every time so and something different so tomorrow night it's on seven. facebook on the church's facebook page radiate mm-hmm. church you can listen to his sermon um yeah from this past sunday it's gonna be um, good i'm really excited
1: it's gonna be good make sure you, we're trying this for the first time we want to see how it goes yeah and so want to give you a shot Amy Melton says, so where did Megan get her glasses?
0: Target. Like, I
1: know that's not the question you want, but like.
0: <laughs> that was cute. Um, it, they came from Target. That's where we go. Him too.
1: Yeah. yep. Yeah, that's where we go. Target Optical. They're great. Yeah. They offer a lot of sales. Even if you don't have insurance, they make it really affordable for you. Um, however, I'll tell you this. There is a new place I want to try uh, online where you buy your glasses online and it's like a quarter of the price. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, we need to check that
1: out. Kelly England said, how often do you offer full life? Um, We offer full life every month. We've been revamping it since December. So we haven't offered full life yet this year. And so anybody that has signed up for that to sign up and serve, um, we have been telling them that they need to attend the one day on March 2nd, next Saturday. And, um, And to be there at that, but to go ahead and start serving, we offer it. It's uh, now a two-week or three weeks, excuse me. It used to be a four-week program. Now it's a three-week program. Uh, after this one day, we'll kick it off another month later. Uh, so in February, uh, one life one day is your one is your full life chance. Full life one day is your full life chance. March it'll start back over for three weeks. Yeah. It's learn yourself, learn radiate, learn yourself, and then uh, shadow a team. And so it's an awesome opportunity awesome. to really get plugged in and to get to know people. So my wife so, wakes me up every morning. Sorry, makes, makes my, my coffee, coffee,
0: packs my lunch, cranks my truck. How did I get so lucky? Favorite that. brother, Heather. She is quite amazing.
1: Lord, the Lord looked favorably upon you. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason.
0: <laughs> She's a good woman.
1: Yeah, she is. That's awesome that she does that. It is. It's really good. So what do y'all want? What do y'all want us to talk about? Like. Tell us something. Um, Y'all
0: got it all figured out. Maybe we we should ask y'all questions. Yeah,
1: maybe we should ask them questions. (laughs) Uh, These things are, we hear all the time that they're beneficial, but the truth of the matter is, is like, I just don't want to get on here and talk because I can do that. You know, I can get on here and talk leadership. I can get on here and talk Bible, relationships, whatever. Uh, We want to talk specifics. Um, Chris Kelly is apparently going to the gym with me at 530 in the morning. According to that emoji right Pretty there,
0: sure.
1: he's just going to the gym with me at 5:30 in the morning. So that's not a question. He could do it, but he put a that on there, and apparently that's what that means. So he knew he couldn't do it to him, do it himself. I don't feel I have no idea what you're talking. That's about. That's probably
0: to um, Chris's comment about his wife.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Lord help me.
1: Lord help me. All but, right, uh, have you ever thought about doing an online Bible study? We actually. Uh, Chrissy, my aunt, actually, uh, we do an online Bible study. Um, Matt Bruin mm-hmm. is doing that. He's actually about to move because he's part of the military, but he's going to yeah. continue doing that as part of Radiate Church uh, online. So I'll tell you what, if you want information on that, um, email the church at umatter, Y-O-U-Matter, at radiatechurch.net, and they'll get you all the links and info and get you signed yes, up with that. Or yes, yes, yes. Or here's an easy way to do it. Go to radiatechurch.net slash lifegroups. Or just go to radiatechurch.net, click on next steps, and click on life groups. There's about five different ways you can sign up because we try to make it easy. So we actually do have one of those. That's a great question. Yes. What did you guys do? All right, we got some questions rolling in now. Y'all Yay. keep them going. What did you guys do to stay close during difficult times or trials in life? Mm. Go ahead. You're deeply thinking. Well, I'm still
0: thinking before I speak. Yeah. Um. Really think. Let's see. What did we do to stay close? So I think
1: we talked about what we did.
0: We were open about it. it. Um, Communication is always a key. But I think personally too, like we had to really change our perspective, if that makes sense. Hmm. Like, I feel like when we first got married, like if a trial came up, um, if something came up in our life, like, I mean, it would just get to us. It would definitely drive us apart. And by the way, I don't want to give too much of Sunday's message away because we are talking about partnership. And so be there. Um, but a lot of times in our marriage, um, in, in the beginning, we would often pull away from each other instead of realizing that God, like instead of realizing that God gifted us with each other to um, compliment each other and help each other out, we'd often blame each other for what we went through yeah. um, instead of talking about it and figuring out the root of it. But um, I guess. For me personally, the way that I was able to not pull away from him was I had to really change my perspective and and look at myself first
2: mm-hmm. in
0: our marriage and say, like, what do I want to see in him? Kind of what you were talking about this Sunday.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: what what do I want to see in him? Well, I need to reflect that myself first, you know? And if we're going through a hard time and we can't make ends meet, like, I know that he, you know... Um, that he feels like he should provi- provide for our family financially. You know, I shouldn't say the things like I would say at the beginning of our marriage, like, um, geez, like we can't even have a baby because there's no way we can even feed it. You know, like that will just make him feel like crap. So why not say, you know, it really stinks that we can't make ends meet, you know, like babe, what should we do? Like, how can I help? And, um, like, you know, it's okay. um, think one of the, and, and a big perspective shift too was the fact that I don't know, life is more when you when you focus more on things above, like God's word says, in eternity, like instead of just right now in my marriage. Like you wanna take steps to that and yeah. and changing your perspective about things in life and changing the way changes mm-hmm. the way that you speak.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of it, um First of all is to understand that you can't go into a marriage or a relationship with unrealistic expectations. Um, I think it's easy to look at movies and hear songs and have hashtag goals out there of relationships mm-hmm. and believe that your relationship is going to be perfect. But the truth is you see their highlight reel, but they don't see your behind the scenes
2: Yeah,
1: and your behind the scenes are always messier than their highlight reel. Mm-hmm. And so you're not judging them based on what you know, you're based, you're judging them based on what you see and believe about them. And so you got to know, first and foremost, there's never going to be a relationship without crap. Mm
0: -hmm. You
1: know, it's just not. And then,
0: but how you look at it,
1: but in going a little bit into Sunday's message is you got to remove this escape door. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like if you go into a marriage or even in any, if you go into a marriage now, If you're dating, you have the opportunity to go, we're not compatible and this isn't working. So I'm getting out of here and that's okay. You know, but when you're dating, mating, (laughs) hopefully you're mating whenever you're married. I didn't mean dating. Hopefully you're mating when you're married. But when you're married, you got to remove the escape door. You can't go into problems and go, okay, there's an opportunity for me to get out because you're not just looking at them and saying, I do. You're looking at God and saying, I promise. That's good. And, and there's a big difference and I do and I promise. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And, and so what do you do to stay close is you never drift apart. Mm -hmm. You talk about it, you get over it. She gets on my nerves. Sometimes I get on her nerves. Sometimes I can say that to her because we're comfortable with that. That's okay. Like she knows that there's things about her that drive me nuts, but I also know there's things about me that just make her want to jump off the top of the house. Like, that's life. You know what I'm saying? That's two individuals coming into it. And so my point is, is like to stay close during trials and tribulations and hard times and difficulties in a marriage, you have to understand there's no way out. And so if you don't, I heard uh, somebody, Pastor Travis and I were talking a little bit about this today, just in conversation. And he put it this way. He said, let's put it like this. Let's say out of a 30 day month, me and my wife are mad at each other for 10% of that day. So three days a week. He said, if we're married 30 years and you'll be married more than that, and you stay mad at each other 10% of your marriage, then you literally are mad and don't talk to each other for three years. Think about that. If you're married 30 years, you're mad and don't talk to each other for 10% of that. That's three years worth that you're losing life with your spouse. So my point is you don't have an opportunity. You don't have a chance choice. So you talk about them, you embrace differences, um, you embrace similarities and you embrace each other. That's right. That's what you do. And if you
0: already have grown apart, just start where you are. That's one thing yeah. that I've learned the hard way is that, I mean, God always meets us where we are. And so we should be like that to our husbands and in our relationships. So meet them where they are.
1: All right. Um, we spent a lot of time on that one and that was a great question. Uh, but I want to try to keep moving through. Uh, Laura said, how would you recommend building trust, rebuilding trust in marriage after it's been broken? Um, I'll say this. Early in our marriage, I didn't do anything like bad. But I mean, you... I, I You didn't, didn't. You didn't.
0: But you didn't.
1: I gave you... And we don't have to go into details, but I, I gave you reason not to necessarily trust me, mm-hmm. but there were also reasons on your past relationships yeah. for why you didn't trust me. And I had to look at you like I one day didn't Trust
0: you because of what someone else did. And
1: so me. it amplified the situation cause right. it wasn't that bad of a situation, but no, I've had to look at you and say, you will not hold you're not going to hold me accountable
2: mm-hmm.
1: for what every other guy in your past did. And yeah. so how you have to rebuild that is if you're married one day uh, and it says in marriage, intimacy rebuilds that Yeah, um, honestly. Um, individual time together rebuilds that, um, hanging out.
0: Yeah. Quality time,
1: quality time together, talking. I'm going to tell you, let
0: them know that you don't trust them. I mean, hopefully you voice that, you know,
1: you rebuild trust by being honest. Right. That sounds really, really like, okay, that's not groundbreaking.
0: That's what I was trying to The,
1: the problem, yeah, I the did. problem is, is a lot of times in this stuff, we we try to beat around the bush, especially like,
0: women. We like to hold it in, and you're yeah. not supposed to know. You're no, be know. honest.
1: Like, <laughs>
0: but they don't. they
1: don't. I'm not gonna. Men aren't gonna pick up on that. We're no. just not. No, like no. we're not.
0: No, they're crazy.
1: So yeah, we are, <laughs> and we're weird. So are and we. so, for us, it's like just be honest and tell us. Yeah. And I'm not talking about honest about what you ate for lunch that day. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about be honest about your feelings. Mm-hmm. Be honest about your expectations. Because disappointment comes from unmet expectations and half the expectations we have on other people are never expressed. Yeah, And so be honest about feelings, be honest about your expectations, be honest about what you need. You know, um, we've had all those conversations and almost in May, it'll be 11 years of marriage.
0: Um,
1: we've had all those conversations about... This is how this makes me feel. This is what I need from you. Yeah. You know, all that stuff.
0: After many years of like, how did you not even know that but, I needed but that? But Laura, <laughs> to,
1: to give one more one more quick practicality to that, y'all have to sit down and have a conversation to where you get on the same page and you don't have to agree. Get that out of your mind. You don't have to agree. In fact, you're not always going to agree, but what you have to agree on is the end result. And so what I mean by that is, is we're going to love each other and we're going to love each other with trust and with faith Mm. and with confidence and if you can agree on the end result y'all can get there together
0: and I know it's hard I'm right alongside a friend who has battled mistrust after mistrust after mistrust with um, her spouse and it's it's been really difficult for her but I've just seen her be Jesus to him over and over and over again and know that God is going to make a way and he is just coming miles and it's just amazing to see.
1: Um, So Brenda said, um, Brenda, this, this isn't a love and relationship question, but it is at the same time. It says, so I'm not sure if this fits the Q&A session you're going for, which is why I prefaced it with that just now. But I've heard the statistic of how children that grow up in a single mama household tend to not grow up um, to lead a God fearing house as a father.
2: I'm terrified
1: of that. What can I do to make sure my son doesn't fit that statistic as I'm a single mama? Um, oh. So me and I both are really blessed to come from still very strong uh, family units. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you this, statistics are there because that's what the average happens. We're called the above average uh, in Christ. And so that statistic doesn't have to define a thing, first of all so you cover that in prayer and you make that your heart to know that a statistic doesn't mean jack um in 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 god's realm number one number two get him around guys that are father figures that you trust yeah so let him chase teach him how to how to chase and honor a father in his life um he needs a spiritual father in his life he needs to learn what it means to submit to a godly man Hmm. not as an earthly father, as a spiritual father. And somebody keeps putting mad faces on here and it's funny because I don't think they're meaning to do it. Um, but I would just say like, I would just say, first of all, you gotta, you gotta throw statistics out the window. Yeah, girl. And second of all, you just, and I'm not talking about men that you're dating. I'm talking about men that, that are spiritual influences in his life. Like that means something to you. Yeah. Uh but not just you, but that can do something with him. Plug him in to radiate teens. I'm serious. I'm not saying as a plug for us. I'm saying that because there's teenagers his age and there's men in there that will love him and mentor him and spend time with him.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: Let him serve on a team that has a strong male figure on it, because I know he serves with you, but let him serve on a team to where he can go off with a male figure on that team that you trust that can pour into him and have a conversation about that. I think to me, you just got to know statistics are crap. Statistics don't mean anything. I get pretty cut and dry when I'm tired. So that's, that's kind of what that is, but it is. Um, so let's, let's skip on that. I hope that helps you. Um, how do you, how you express your stress? And what you're stressed about without it turning to gripping and taking it out on one another. <laughs> I'm going to.
0: What? Why am I going to? I'm, gonna
1: I'm just going to let you, because I just answered the one about a single phone.
0: Yeah. So I've done this the wrong way, and I've stopped doing that, babe. I got to.
1: Oh, my bad. I was trying to look ahead. Sorry about that. Um, I'm a forward thinker.
0: So I've done this the wrong way, Shelby, and the right way. And I am often doing it the right way now. So it's a process. Um, Because it's really hard when you're in the moment. And if you're like me, you know, you do all the things that you do, like mothering and teaching and, you know, whatever. And when it comes to... Your husband, even though you or spouse, whatever, um, when it comes to like the one you love the most, a lot of times they get your worst, which is sad, but true. And a lot of times they just get like an explosion of things that they didn't even cause. You know, um, and you may be stressed out because he's throwing everything in the floor and you just picked up or you may be getting stressed out because the sink is full of dishes or maybe even the dishes didn't make it to the sink and you have to put them all there. And so maybe you're just in over your head and crap to do. I mean, it happens, but. So this is something that I have learned, and it really sounds so super spiritual. Sounds like
1: you're still dealing with but it, a little bit. <laughs>
0: but it but it but it helps. So two things that I've learned is Therapy one says. um, what did jesus's anger lead to? And off, when Jesus was angry, it was about things that truly mattered and not just small things not being done or stuff like that. It was about big issues and his Anger led to healing and restoration, and I'm like, before I go to react, I think about it each time, and I just say, sometimes I'm like, just hang on, let me breathe, and um, I say, okay, is my anger going to lead to healing or restoration? Like WWJD? I know it's like super spiritual, but what you would about. Jesus do? I you know? And you get me sidetracked here, but that's one thing I do is I think about what it's going to lead to. Is it going to cause an even bigger mess? And then I really won't call it time and time with my family. That's going to make it suck. And that's going to make my kids like see the worst of me. So I try to think it through. Um, yeah. And, um, yeah, it took a while. And so there was, what was I saying? Sorry. I'm terrible at staying on track when you distract me with the WWE Sorry. thing. Think it okay. through and
1: be smart with what you say. I think it's yes,
0: really um, good. But I was going <laughs> to say something else.
1: WWE, three and I'm y'all, not going to get the Russian sickle, baby. I know,
0: but you just really have to um, have take to, time to think.
1: You have to understand before you speak What's how I'm each saying? person communicates. And so, like, how they understand things. Like, I don't understand things the way that you do. Right. You have to really make it cut and dry black and white for me to get it.
0: Oh, I remember now. Sorry, Shelby. So, the other thing that I do is the things that drive me nuts that are really not worth talking about because it's just going to cause an argument. I use them as prayer prompts. Don't lie.
2: <laughs> I've recently,
0: I've recently told him about this. If there are lots of dirty clothes when the hamper is fully capable of holding them, if they're out on the floor, I just, each one I pick up, I just use it as a prayer prompt prompt, instead of an opportunity to yell and get upset with him for not doing. I mean, it just makes no sense. Like, so, it's right there. What, anyways? So, instead of doing I that, prayer, so I want I use you to remember
1: it. to pray for me. Now that I he knows
0: it. that, he's probably right. But <laughs> I just use each article as cl- of clothing as an extra time to pray over him because God knows what I'd do without him. I have no idea. And so, like the other day, he found out that I do this because <laughs> he left trash by the recliner when there's a trash can really close anyways. And so I was like, man, I forgot. Yeah. I was like, Lord, just, you know, deal with the trash in his life and, you know, like <laughs> cast it, let him know that you've casted it as far as the East is from the West. And it's so anyways, like really just use them as prayer prompts. And if it's not worth figuring about, don't. And if you're grumpy, like you might shouldn't get into the conversation. You might want to tell him that like, you know, I don't feel like having this
1: Pick and choose. Pick and choose your battles. Yes, Not, I heard it
0: like this. You need to make sure to pick which anthill to kick in because, yeah. I mean, once you kick that anthill in, are they all, I mean, is everything going to go loose?
1: One of my pastors, Pastor Tabner Smith, is. says it like this. Uh, Life is made of, up of moments. Right. Don't miss the moments because you're worried about a molehill.
0: That's good. So,
1: um
0: He's a wise it's man. Just
1: not, it's just not worth it. A lot of yeah. the fights we get into just aren't worth it with our spouses. No. Ira, love seeing that. Product of talking to us about marriage and relationships. Love you guys. Love Proud it. of you guys.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, we're getting some preach, some come on. Oh, Melissa, Mayor Emmons is in. She said 31 years in communication is a vital key. So yes, good. come on. That is so good. Yes,
0: talk about it. Just talk to them about what bothers them. And, you know, just let them know.
1: I recommend. Baby, I really
0: the, wish you'd do this.
1: Yeah, you just got to be honest. I recommend the book That's My Son for any single mom. There you go, Brenda, right there. That's oh, My Son for yeah. any single mom of boys or moms of boys, period. She got it. Awesome. Um, man, Phil, go get some oh, sleep, dude. Please. You go to sleep. Yes, How do you guys parent together without arguing who's right or who's wrong with disciplining and et cetera? How do you guys parent? Um, so basically, who's disciplining the kids the right way and the wrong way? No. So. Um, Megan, um, we have not always done very well at this. It's mm-hmm. actually probably been very, very, very recently that we've been a little more strategic about that.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. looking at
1: our kids and saying this, uh, are, when they're disciplining, I'll just, we can, we know each other by our tones at this point. Mm-hmm. And so if Megan's going a little overboard, I'll just kind of look at her and go, Megan,
2: really? <laughs> just kidding. And that's
1: all I'll say. Yeah. And she'll just kind of look at me and get it. And then she'll look at me and say, Brandon, you know, in her tone and we get it. And so there's not a disagreement there. And then later we talk in private. So there's a leadership principle that actually f- that fills in here. It's you praise in public, you rebuke in private. And so what that means is, is in front of people, um, people that you believe kids. in, people you believe in. Here's what parenting is. I'm just going to be real honest. We think leadership is all about church and work. Parenting is a leadership class. That's all it is. And and so, like, you need to look at your spouse and affirm them in front of your kids. If you want your kids yes. to know how to be a good father or mother, show them what it looks like.
0: Let me just tell you, this made all the difference in the world when I stopped saying like, babe, like can you stop focusing so much on your work? Can you get your face out of your phone? Can you like when I stopped doing that and saying, you know, kids, I really hope one day you're a hard worker like your dad. Like he is always trying to blah blah blah. I mean it
2: And you heard somebody somebody else the atmosphere,
0: yeah. And I just it changed my tone too because I mean of course not all the time, but
1: Well and 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 what that you know that's a great thing and, and that makes a difference. So yeah. when you when you here's affirm, the thing
0: affirm them in front of you. If the
1: parent here, here's the deal. The truth of the matter is you need to get on the same page privately first. Right. And then when the other parent is correcting the child in the moment, just let them correct it.
2: Yeah.
1: It's not going to ruin their life. Let them correct the child in the moment, and if you don't like the way they did it, then later that night when tempers have cooled and everything's over, the attitudes are gone. Just have a conversation about it. Well,
0: just the other night, like, um, he gave Brody two consequences to one thing that he did and I didn't agree with it like at all. He was, uh, he, he was doing something. I don't even remember what, but he said Brody, I know it was Kylie. It was Kylie Kylie, last night and it was last night. Okay. Sorry. But he (sighs) he even knows what I'm talking about and I didn't agree with it. And he just knew by the way that I, Brandon, you know, but anyways, It's just to me, like if he does, it was, okay, Kylie, if you do this one more time, this is going to happen. And this is going to happen. So it's like double torture. And I just, I I didn't really like that. And so then she of course did it again Mm -hmm. and I knew she was going to, it's just, but anyways, and then he could only follow through with one. So he actually learned from his mistake because he couldn't follow through with both, but, but I didn't. Have, I didn't like yell at him like, "No, you can't do that to her." Blah 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 blah. Yeah. I let him follow through with it and learn from it. But I mean, I do the, I do it wrong too a lot.
1: But you let me make the decision, and then you let me explain it to right. her. Right? You didn't come behind me and go, right. "This is why Daddy did that, and he shouldn't have done this." No, it was no, I, I su- did it all.
0: I, I said. Sub-
1: I or made the threat. Him. I followed through and I explained why I didn't follow through on the other one.
0: Yes, you did.
1: And that's because you let me take ownership. So let right. them parent. And yes. You're all going to get it wrong. Yeah, parenting definitely. is a crap shoot And here's anyway. the
0: thing, too. Like, if you are in a heat, like, if you are, if they, if y'all are disciplining your child and then y'all don't agree and then you make the mistake of, like, getting in an argument in front of the child, let them see you get upset we're not perfect let and them see you handle let it the them right see way. you yeah. apologize and then apologize to them and say you know mommy she make. I, I tell my kids this every day like mommy makes mistakes i don't expect you to be perfect i'm not perfect like just let them see you mess up too like don't be afraid to mess up
1: yeah i think that's key and then we're going to move on let them see you mess up let them see you make up
2: that's because good. they've
1: got to learn how to do those that's why yeah. we live in a generation today that don't know how to argue correctly.
2: Yeah.
1: They don't know how to disagree. They think you can't love somebody and disagree with them. Yeah. Uh, that starts at home. Yeah. We've got a lot of parents that have no idea how to disagree correctly.
2: Yeah.
1: Like disagree and be okay. Disagree but be okay letting them see you disagree yeah. and then make up.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like that's very important. So True. Um Ryan said being single, no kids, and always being around couples with kids, how do I move past the feeling of being left behind in the sense of not belonging? I'm gonna hit this quick, Ryan. Dude, listen, you just got your number one. If you're single and you have no kids and you're always around couples, here's the deal, right? Go find some people that are single, that have no kids, and that aren't around couples. Go hang out with those guys, number one. Um And that may be hard, easier said than done. I get that. But go hang out with some people that's in the same stage of life you are. Mm -hmm. Number two, accept your stage of life. So, one of the things I love to say lately is to be where you're uh, plant where you're at. And so, what I mean is, is whatever season you're in, if you're in a single season with no kids, love that and plant there. Enjoy it.
2: Yeah.
1: Enjoy it. Be okay with it. Look at God and go, I know where I'm at in life and I'm accepting it and I'm okay with it. Hang on. Yeah, um, true. I'm just looking, um, yeah, uh, I just started a relationship. It's truly based on God. I'm glad to hear that actually about this series. No. Or, yeah. She was saying it's been amazing.
0: Oh, I thought it was a question. No, 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 no. It was a
1: statement. Um, when a parent owns up to a mistake, a child grows. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Um, yeah. All right. I'm, we're just now scrolling down to a lot of these I had things. a
0: two-year-old for sale.
1: A two-year-old for sale. <laughs> um, we can help Oh, man. Holla. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying don't hang with people that are married and stuff. What I'm saying is, is you'll never find somebody um, that's single if you're always around people that aren't.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Expand your horizons.
1: Expand those horizons, but just embrace the season you're in. Listen, and that's something in general. Let's take that out of the context of relationships.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Man, and I'm talking a little bit about this in the first week of Go Big or Go Home, but the truth is we get so aggravated at our season when God is going, if you'd be faithful in the season I got you in and quit whining, complaining, and and just get mad about the season you're in. That's right. I've given you stuff in this season to be faithful with. Mm-hmm. And if you'll learn how to be faithful with what have you in this season, then the next season will be even more fruitful. But instead of learning how to be faithful with what we got in this season, we want to get mad because we're not at the next season yeah. when we're not at the next season. Listen, I, I put it like this. I, I was talking to pastor Chris today. We went and did some marketing stuff and pastor Chris and I, um, t- we were talking and, and I, and I said, so I told him this, I said, man, I used to pray this prayer, and you guys are going to think I'm crazy. I used to pray this prayer, and I don't pray it anymore. God, will you make Radiate Church grow? I don't pray that anymore. You know why? God told me one day, he said, you think I don't want Radiate to grow? I don't grow things based on what I want. I grow things based on what you can contain. That's really good. And so like, what I began to learn was my growth is dependent on how faithful I am and how ready I am to grow now.
0: And, you know, you never know like what around you, like in the place that you're planted in the soil that you're planted in right now, you never know what God's trying to teach you. And so instead of praying, like if you're single, like, God, just give me a wife, give me a husband. You know, God teach me things in this moment where I'm at that I need to, to get to that place where, you know, I have all you've promised because we may completely miss the mark on something that's right beside us because we're so focused on what we don't have. And wasn't that Eve, I mean, homegirl in the beginning, like she was focused on one thing thing she couldn't have.
1: have. One thing she couldn't have. And instead of being thankful for an entire garden and she had precedence, it says she had dominion over it. And instead of going, oh man, I got dominion over all this beauty. She said, I can't have that freaking apple right there. And I want it.
0: Yeah. And she got it. So we need to be less like Eve even though she was amazing. Her be mother like and men, we need to
1: be just like Adam. Adam was a pansy. He didn't even stand up to his wife. He looked at her and was like, oh, sure, I'll eat the apple, even though God told me not to. No, stand up. No, ask for me in my house. We're going to do what the Lord said.
0: That's right, babe. Come on. Say that.
1: I made a decision today, and she looked at me, and she goes, I like a man that takes charge. I, sure I was did. like, you daggum right. I
0: like that you make decisions. It, baby. Oh, lately, we've just been so indecisive about things, like whatever. So...
1: Chrissy's talking about a season that y'all can scroll up and look at. She's a widow and how she's grown with the Lord in this season. Aww. Anna said, as someone who is single and dating is so hard, where do you suggest we meet other singles? It seems everyone prefers the online dating sites instead of meeting in person. Part of that, Anna, I've had that conversation with with many people. Part of that is just the generation that we're growing up in. We're, we're growing mm-hmm. up in a digital converse, a digital world that would rather like somebody's status than shake their hand. Yeah. Um, and that would rather talk through a keyboard rather than through their mouth. And so, uh, you just got to find where they're at. I've told people join life groups, uh, where, you know, they're singles. And so like join some of ours at radiate, but also new spring and elevation have great ones. I mean, it's not about radiate. They have specific singles ones. Um,
0: we're getting there. We
1: have a lot of singles at the church, we but do. they spread out with other friends.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and that's cool, too. So find that. Um, online dating sites. I got friends. One A guy that I'm good friends with, he's um he's a pastor in North Carolina now. Pastors a church up there. And um, he launched about two years ago. He met yeah. his wife on eHarmony. He was on their commercials. And they have a tremendous relationship. Like, it's great. Yeah. Um, that there's nothing wrong with that stuff. Yeah. Be careful, but it's just the way technology is going today. Yeah. And so, Hey, but I'll tell you this, this is where a lot of followers of Jesus get it wrong. They'll go to places, uh, where followers of Jesus wouldn't hang to find people. Like, don't do that. Go to where people that love Jesus are going to be. That's Go to church, a bunch of church services and church comp- leadership conferences. That's
0: like going apple picking, thinking you' about to get you a pumpkin.
1: Come on, right there. That's a preacher <laughs> analogy, right there. Um, <sighs>
0: that's
1: good. That's good. How stressful was it buying y'all's first house together? It was pretty stressful. We we tried to buy um. <laughs> uh um, i did not know what
0: i was doing honestly well, neither one of us did had to lean on my parents a little bit more than i should have. um
1: but we tried to buy far, a foreclosure as far as
0: decisions because i mean they've been there before i, I mean, do recommend that get someone else's advice
1: <laughs> oh god and if Who's they know how to do it just you? back up and let them do it yes. for you um but I feel bad about it we tried to buy a foreclosure at first and i was like it had like seriously like six bedrooms yeah. and i was like baby i can fix this thing up and be nice and she was like Brandon. We were not far from. We were in youth ministry at the time, and she was like, "Look, you ain't gonna have time to do all that." Blah yeah. blah blah. That fell through. To the Lord made that fall through because Meg. He <laughs> believed Megan, not me. I said I could do it. Megan said I couldn't, and she may have been right on that.
2: With, it was pretty stressful, but it was enjoyable. Don't worry about. I it. I was
1: right, Caitlin. Uh, Caitlin, it's been great seeing you at Radiate lately. By the way, um, how well, do you yeah. stay deeply connected with and grateful for? Your husband, instead of I don't have a husband, so that's for you. Instead of focusing on what they are missing out on, all instead of focusing on what they are missing out on while deployed or gone. Now you you can't talk to the deployed. No, but there were seasons. Let me set this up because you're going to take this. It's hard. There were seasons, uh, especially in youth ministry, to where I would be gone June and July the entire summer, and and I would be all over the south. And there were
0: times where you were only home on Thursdays.
1: Yeah. So hang on, I'm getting there. So (laughs) in youth ministry, uh, God really blessed me to have several years to where during the summer, especially. But throughout the year, I travel a lot Mm -hmm. to youth conferences, youth revivals, camps, things like that and preach those. So I was going literally sometimes a month at a time. Mm -hmm. And then um, recently I've been traveling a decent amount, but not like that. And no. then there during our last two years of youth ministry at the amazing church that we were at, um, I'd have uh, there were many weeks. I would only be home on Thursday nights because um, I was there for meetings and services and all kinds of other stuff because the church was an hour away from our house. So talk to that. How did um, you-
0: One thing to Caitlin, I will ask you to she wouldn't mind me saying this. Uh, Facebook message, Christy Floyd. She just dealt with this and she talked to me about this very same thing. And listen, the way that she picked up the pieces when he came home, that everything she was worried about, she prayed about and like, Oh, just contact her, Christy Floyd. She might be on here right now, but she goes to our church and she actually serves in our two-year-old room where Brooks is now. She's just on like a maternity leave. And um, so anyways, reach out to her. I don't know why I did that because I mean,
1: she's literally we don't really call that. Room, it's not
0: that. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's, she's still there, but she's not serving there obvious, for obvious reasons. But anyways, um, one thing when he, he wasn't deployed, but, um, again, I dealt with this the wrong way and then the right, the right way, but it's really hard to, because like they are, they're missing milestones with your kids. They're missing on, they're missing out on the way your life's changing. And you're like, gosh, is he going to even fit back in? Like you have these crazy thoughts, like, you know, is he going to parent the way that I parent? Is he going to come and? befriend these new friends I found or you know all these worries that you have. Um again just pray about them and also shift your perspective. And when you do get those times to talk with him when he's away, don't make them about what he's missing. Make them about, you know, babe, I'm I'm real grateful for what you're doing, but I really miss you. And I want to tell you what's going on and just, you know, talk to him about, you know, um You know, if you have kids, which I know, Caitlin, you have Brooks, like talk to them about what Brooks is doing and just don't focus on what what they're missing out on. Like, don't focus on it as you're missing out. Focus on it as well, you might be missing out, but I'm not. So I'm going to share it with you. And and also like just. Don't make him feel bad for being gone because I did that for a while, and <laughs> and he wanted to quit everything he did, all his dreams because I was mad and I was nagging because I wanted that time.
1: A and, lot of people don't know this. You know, don't know this. Speaking of that, I just want to say this: I I did. Uh, I had a I had a resignation letter st- typed up for the church we were at, yeah. and uh, almost gave it all up because she because I couldn't, couldn't handle stand it.
0: him. What I looked at it as was, you know, you're putting your job before our family. And um, and it wasn't that at all. And it took a big perspective shift. And when I started um, just looking at it through the right lens, a lens of love and one that God would have us to look through um, and realizing that God didn't make us to, you know, compare like, yeah. you know, well, you're doing this job and I'm at home and I've got to do this and I'm doing this full time job. And I'm, you know, like it w- weren't compares. meant to co- be compared. Um, and he wasn't meant to complete me either. We were meant to compliment each other. Come and, on. and God Girl, completes us. And
1: that's a word. We, Say that again. That's a word. I'm serious. Say that.
0: I probably heard it from you. That's so good. <laughs> but. God yeah. completes
1: us. We God weren't meant completes to complete each us. other.
0: We weren't meant to complete each other. So um, we were meant we to, were compliment, meant to each compliment each other. God, each that's other. so good. And so you have to always remember that God, He completes us. We always look to Him. He's not missing out on anything. The problem. And mm, we need what? what is no, that's
1: problem? just a word, man. That's, I'm stuck so on good. that. I'm pretty sure you told me that. Well, the truth is, is it goes back to our, our priorities message from last week, two yeah. weeks ago in Vow when people are in the wrong priority with the wrong expectations, they'll never live up to them. And so they will never be happy.
0: That's good. Oh man, we gotta move on. We gotta move on. That's so good. But you girl, you don't let him be left out. Megan and
1: Austin met on MySpace. I didn't know that.
0: Oh, that's so cool. We got stories about
1: MySpace. Megan, we
0: do. We won't go into those. Yeah, we won't go into those in are in a, old relationships. faster.
1: Uh, in a home where both relationships spouses work full time. So. How would you recommend handling finances as far as paying bills, tithing, running the home, spending on personal wants and needs? What does Fairnessa said? All right, so I'm just going to hit this really fast, okay? Because this is more of an opinion question, yeah,
0: definitely than
1: right. anything. But and I wanna what give works you this. for
0: your family and who's free spirited and who can handle so the money?
1: She just said it. Whatever works for y'all. So here. I handle the money and the budgeting, right? I'm not. I've had to learn how to be okay at it. I'm not great at it, but I'm okay at it. I've gotten a lot better, right? And I'm terrible. Dave at Ramsey it. does a good job teaching that. Makes it a lot really good, right? So you got to figure that out. Select. But here's the thing. Listen to me. I just told somebody today in a conversation about finances. I said, "You know how you get out of financial stress? I said, you steward what God gave you, and you give your way out of it. Bottom yeah. line, you never." ever stop giving to the kingdom. It's not biblical to cut him off while you pay everything else. That's not biblical and it's not right. Okay? So you give and you steward your way out of financial stress. Literally, Megan and I have been through times where we could not pay for uh diapers and baby food. Yeah. But we gave and we trusted God. Right? Yeah. And there was a time where we didn't. There was a time where the stress got us too much and we didn't give like we should and we saw more stress mm-hmm. the moment we start giving back is the moment. So you got to figure out who's better at that stuff, who's gifted at that stuff yeah. and let them do that. It's not, there's no gender role. It's better for that. Y'all yeah. got to do this. I don't,
0: like, I, we have a joint bank account, but I mean, again, what works for you? I mean, as long as you're not hiding anything, be open about it.
1: That's right talk about it together, be on the same page. Mm -hmm. I would say, Aaron, um, if you're not, you may already be in the financial peace life group with Megan and Austin Legrand. Uh, that'd be a great one to go to. Um, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking quickly. When did you guys first move in together? We did not move in together until we got married. Our wedding night was our first time. I don't mind saying this and I'm not trying to be too personal. Um, our wedding night was our first night being intimate together and living and staying in the same room together. Yeah. We never We're even slept in the same room that. together. And here's why. Now, listen, some people may look at that and go, well, that's that right there is old school. No, that right there is biblical.
2: It is, You've right. got to
1: protect what God has given you. Now, I'm not saying that you're a terrible person. If you're in that situation, do not hear that. Oh. What I'm telling you is if you want a blessed marriage and blessed relationship, you have to do it the way God set it up. And I'm not saying there weren't struggles, and there aren't going to be struggles and frustrations and and hardships in that. But if you don't stand strong to a conviction you have about God, then what do you stand strong to? And so I tell people when I go to marry them now, I tell them I don't. I'm not doing this if like we're not going through this thing where you're living together, you're having sex together, and stuff before marriage because that's not the biblical way to do it. If we want to do it the right way, then let's go back. Let's reset some boundaries. And let's do it the biblical way so that your marriage—and here's the thing. God does not do it that way to punish us. Mm-mm. God does it that way to bless us yeah. so that he can look and go, you don't need any additional baggage or pain going into a relationship. Marriage is hard enough. Don't don't have any additional anything. You just go into a place to where you're free, you're clean, you're pure. You're walking into this thing and your heart can belong and, solely to them. Yeah. And it's not, you don't have a tie in your soul to five other people. And then you're trying to give them everything because you can't give them everything. If you don't have everything, does that make sense? And so like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm really not beating anybody up because everybody's at different places and messed up with different things. I think God can redeem and restore anything. Oh, or I know God know. Can. Yeah. But the truth is, is like, if you want, I'm just telling you, if you want a blessed marriage, do it the blessed way. Do it the right way. Don't take the shortcuts. The world will tell you 15 million shortcuts to take. Forget that stuff. I had somebody tell me one time, it's actually good that you live together before you're married so that you can learn to deal with each other. No, it's not. And I'll tell you why, because if you have to live with somebody for two years to figure out how to deal with them so that you can be married to them, it's not going to work out very well. God wants you to be compatible spiritually before you're compatible physically.
0: So we actually lived in Florence and he lived here. So, um, that was helpful too.
1: Um, there's some people that are, oh, sweet. Christy and and Caitlin have already been in contact and I hope that wasn't a condemning thought towards anybody. I don't want you to be condemned or frustrated. I just want to be, I just, we
0: struggle. We've done it wrong. I mean, that's not, y'all know that's not, We don't mean it like that. We just want the best for you. And also you want the best for, for God's son or daughter. I mean, you don't. Yeah. Right.
1: Right. So let's, let's try to hit some of these kind of quick. How do you stop making yourself feel like you're doing this parenting life alone and throwing it up to your spouse because he's always working to his call of duty uh, due to his call of duty. I constantly find myself in the midst of my blow up saying I'm doing this alone because you aren't ever alone when in all reality, it sounds like, you, you may have a different, we got to hit these fast, I but you may have a different thing, but we've hit it a little bit. Uh, Whitney, it, it really sounds to me like um, y'all just need to take some time alone yeah. and sit down and talk and get on the same page. Cause it sounds like have a
0: date night.
1: you're blowing up and you're, you're spitting, you're spewing the poison of what you need to say, mm-hmm. not what you need to feel. Right. And so like, just sit down at dinner and just have a civil conversation and be like, look, I know I'm not doing this alone, Mm -hmm. but I feel like I am. And because I feel like that, I take it out on you. And I know I shouldn't, and I don't need to, Mm and I'm sorry for that. But I do want us to come to a conclusion on how we can do this together because here's the thing, life is about rhythms. And so, uh, in our line of work, there's, there's seasons that are really, really busy in my life. The past three months, I've been really, really busy, and like it's just been crazy. We were just talking mm-hmm. about this today. I had to cancel an appointment that's been on my calendar for months because I just realized a week until the appointment it conflicts with something else, mm-hmm. and I, it's just been that crazy. And Megan was like, "I need to be your assistant," but mm-hmm. it was funny. But the, the truth is, we'll sit down and have this conversation. Hey, my next season is going to be pretty busy. What do you need from me? Because this is what I need from you. Yeah, so that we're okay with this mm-hmm. and she'll look at me and go i need you to take me on a date before and after i need your time when you're here you're here um i, I need, need somebody you.
0: to handle these kids so I, we can go. yeah so.
1: i need you to handle these kids when you're here sometimes
0: oh well that
1: too you yes. know um and i need you know stuff like that but but we get on the same page right um and, and we talk about it and, so that's yeah. important mm-hmm. yeah
0: and talk to him,
1: not Adam, about it. Oh, that's good. Talk to him, not Adam. There was a time when I was so worried about money. That's good. I'm read. I'm, I'm going to go back and read some of these comments. I'm just trying to get to some of the questions because it's getting kind of late. Um, my almost three-year-old pitched a tent oh, in our bed three years ago. He refuses to leave. How do I evict him? You go to the courthouse and you file papers, and uh, within 30 days, they'll be there with a no, no, paper no. to evict him. No. Here's what you do. Listen. Listen. I... Mm. this is something Megan and I are actually pretty passionate about. And it's this, your kids came into your world. You did not come into theirs.
2: Right.
1: And I understand. I get this all the time. Yeah, but my kid, but my kid, but my kid, like it's different. It's this, it's that I understand that. I promise I get that. I, I promise there's seasons and there's times they're sick. They're going through something. They, you know, to where they need some of that extra attention. But listen, the way you do that is you don't let them do it anymore. Like you can't, like, you just got to go, Hey, there's going to be about four nights where it's just going to be long nights. Go stock up on bang energy drinks. Mm-hmm. Right. And go, go be just like no Yeah.
0: Again. Just,
1: he's got, they got to go because here's the thing. Like it's not because he's terrible and, it, and you're going to feel like I'm not loving him like I should. But what you're really doing is loving your spouse like you should.
0: I feel like this was about the time, like when Brody was our first child. And I feel like this is comparable to like when we had to take his pasty away because all he wanted was us when we took that away. And um, yep. I feel like I just heard one of you them. You did. They're good. By the way, um, that was weird. But he would he'd want to get out of the bed he'd wanted he'd want to come into the bed with us and you know I felt like a bad mom because I had been at work all day and now my kid wants me and he's screaming and yelling and you know I was like I cannot do no cry it out method doctor like I just can't my mommy heart can't take that and you know some people can and it's done in one night and that's great but I couldn't I was just a sucker. And so what I did was I just kept reassuring him with tears in my eyes. Like it's okay. Like this is your bed and mommy and daddy have their bed. And I want you to be in your big boy bed. Look how awesome it is. And uh, we actually, you know, got him a new comforter that he liked and, you know, made a big deal about it. And, you know, but we just kept reassuring him that it was okay. And I went in there several times and finally he fell asleep. And I mean, I think we threw a party like, but it took it took a good few nights. And like he stayed in there without his passy. But it's going to be hard, but you just have to do to what works for him. If you can't like listen to that screaming and crying, just keep reassuring him, you know, let's lay down. It's going to be OK. Like, you know, or if you know that he loves cars and he, um I don't know. He never sleeps in his bed. Say, let, we're going to, on this date get you this bed and we're going to, you're going to sleep in your bed. You're going to do it. No, mommy, I'm not. Yes, you mm-hmm. are. Like, yes, well, you are. You can do it.
1: And What, you can, cheer them do, what you can also right. do, That's a great idea. Um, that's the mommy side. The daddy side is, is like, you're going to suck it up and go to your own room. But the truth, and I say that jokingly, but the truth is, is like make it a big deal when they do. And, maybe uh-huh. go to bed with them 30 minutes earlier and just sit in there and lay with them for a few minutes until, and sing to until yeah. Until like, so I don't mean he'd be embarrassed if I, he knew I was going to say this, but I'll say it. um Brody moved into his room upstairs and he, he went through months where he was terrified of being up there. Brody doesn't like to be alone.
0: He'd scream. Yeah.
1: And so six
0: years old for
1: about six. Three weeks, I would go up Seven there and lay with him and sit on the bed and just talk for 20, 30 minutes before he fell asleep until he's pretty close to asleep. And then there came a moment where I was like, see, Brody, you've been doing this for weeks and you're okay. Everything's fine. It's no big deal. I'm right down the steps at the recliner or the couch or whatever, and it's going to be okay. And so you have to figure out how your kid Uh, gets lessons and learns things and teach them that way. But I will say this, and I made this very clear the first week of the bow that get your kids as soon as you can out of the bedroom, because that needs to be almost a safe place and a sanctuary for you and your husband uh, or you and your wife and have that time together. And I'm not just talking about like sexual stuff. I'm talking about like talking and I remember growing up, Um, I, we, me and my brother weren't allowed to go into my parents' room and it wasn't because of anything bad. Like it really wasn't. It was because that was where they went and they had talk. they had talks, they conversated, they spent time together. They watched TV to get like, that's where they went. And they were like, when you get to a certain age, that's their spot, you know? And, um, so anyway, it's just, just thinking out loud there a little bit there. Um, Let's see. I was looking at something. Oh, wow. Alexis is saying it's Madeline's first night in her crib. Aww. That's awesome. Very cool.
0: Sweet baby. Good Caitlin job. Caitlin Fowler. You'll be okay.
1: Man, that's awesome. Can't wait to hear the next sermon. She's been listening to the Bow Series.
0: Oh, we missed so you. That's so cool.
1: That's so cool. You guys, listen, I, I hope it, if you got one more question, throw it up very quickly. I see people dropping off, and that's cool. Uh, we wanted to do about an hour, and then it's right at an hour. Um I hope it's been beneficial. Let us know if it has been. Uh, just let us know down here in the comments, real quick, um, that it's been beneficial for you, um, that you've gotten something. We don't want to just talk. We want to make deposits into your life because we believe in you and we love you. Um, no matter if you're part of Radiate Church or our county or our state, it doesn't matter. We just mm-hmm. believe in you. And um, I'll say this: If you're at Radiate, do everything that you can in your life in your in your power. To get people to Radiate right now, I'm telling you, God is doing something amazing.
0: Yeah, it I mean, is. it's awesome,
1: phenomenal, right? Now. It's it's great. I can't.
0: And if you don't go here, go somewhere. I
1: can't explain go what somewhere. God's doing at Radiate right now. It's that good. Um, and I'm not making that <sighs> That's up. That's like, who God is. We talk yeah. about it, and staff me. I'm like, I don't even understand it or get it why things are blowing up the way they are right now. But it's incredible, and people need to be here. Yeah. There are things that are happening here that are just unbelievable. So good. We're watching marriages get restored in this Sunday. There's going to be a special moment at the end of the message where Megan and I are actually going to pray hands on, pray over couples uh, at the end of the message. And so you want to be there for that as well. Um, here's one uh, real quick. I know what time it is. I just don't like leaving questions hanging if I don't have to. Can you be grateful for everything and still want? Is that greedy? No, it's in our nature to want. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in our nature to want. The The deal is, it's not, are you grateful and still want? It's, 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 are you grateful and don't care if you get it?
0: Yeah. Scriptures say like, to live up to what you've attained, but press on towards the goal. So you always want to look forward to what you want and what God's leading you to. But also, remember to take advantage of the opportunities around you and remember what you have attained and be grateful for it so good
1: yeah so Gregory you're not you're not selfish for wanting things yeah no. you're selfish when what you have is neglected will never be enough mm-hmm. so it's being grateful is not going I'm thankful I have a computer being grateful is going well if I don't get another computer it is what it is I mean God's got it I'm just gonna be thankful i have what i have mm-hmm. i want listen i got a 2006 toyota tundra <laughs> i want a 2019 ford raptor that's what i want
0: but you're taking care of your old but thing and you're, I'm you grateful. paid it off and you um you put new tires on it you take care of what you yeah have.
1: I, like i just took it and well somebody got a radio put in it for me which mm-hmm. was an amazing blessing but I keep it clean. I make sure it smells good. I, you know, all that stuff yeah, because you, I'm grateful for it. You
0: want something else, but you, you don't neglect what you have.
1: Listen, you know, what? Uh, you know Maybe what the epitome the of grateful is, what is? How it? much you honor. Explain if that. you will honor what you have, it shows that you're grateful for it. Oh. So like for me, I take care and honor that truck. Like that truck's not a person you know it's how really I do good. I take care of it because I keep it clean and I make sure it's okay. Yeah. Because I'm being faithful with the little, Yeah. not just looking forward to the much.
0: That's so good.
1: And so like I'm looking forward to the next relationships that God's going to put in my life to help me get to the next level of my ministry. Right. Mm-hmm. But I honor the ones I have now right. because I'm grateful for them.
0: Yeah. Just like you said, be faithful with little yeah. and you'll be blessed with much. Faithful means Come you on. actually have to. Be be with what you have. That's and it. Appreciate it.
1: Faithfulness is not keep at it. Faithful Don't is not neglect a, it. Faithful is not an act of obedience. Right. Faithful is a consistent act of obedience. It's over and that's over right. and over and that's over right. and over and over again. Right. Man, that's good right there.
0: So good. I could preach
1: right now. How long did you and Megan date? We dated three years with a one year breakup in between.
2: Yeah, True story. Sad. I lost a lot We won't of get into that one.
1: I was <laughs> an idiot. But I learned a lot. I was an idiot, and the poem got her back. Uh everybody been giving out cards at work. Heck word. yeah, man! Thanks, v-
0: Ashley. You're Tori,
1: amazing. come on back every Sunday.
0: Miss you. She had that baby. I hope
1: it's doing wonderful, sweet thing. Hey, um, Josh, man, I know you're in Kentucky. But man, watch us every week on our app or website and share the videos, man. Yeah. We'd love for you to help us get the word out to other people for our long line campus. Radiates life-changing because so radiate my circle of friends. Man, that's so good.
2: That's right.
1: So good. Declare that, Pastor. You. 2019 Raptor in the parking lot Sunday. You're right. Hey, look, I believe in the Lord. gonna Just somehow somebody going to go, I need to sow a seed of a 2019 Ford Raptor into my pastor's life. And I'm going to be their pastor that they're talking about, praise God, right now. Mm, so good.
0: I mean, God can. I just don't
1: know if that was... Oh, wow. So I didn't even know we were doing this. If you're just tuning in and missed earlier parts of this broadcast, stay tuned to the Radiate Church podcast where this entire thing will be featured tomorrow.
0: Oh, man, I should have talked about Heck, yeah, like,
1: that. that's what I'm talking about. I didn't even know that. That's so good.
0: Okay.
1: Pulling for a win. Let's go. Let's go. That's so neat. All right, guys. We love y'all. You hey, we I love do you so much. I don't do shout outs just because there's so many people that jump on here, but I do want to give one. My best friend from high school, and I know it's him and his wife that are sitting at their house right now in Florida. Aww.
0: Just jumped on. Hey, hey, hey. And that means
1: the world to me. That's awesome. We've been married since I was we were four years old, thirty. We've been married. Years. No, we've been friends.
0: <laughs> we gotta go to bed. That's weird. <laughs>
1: We've been friends since we were four. So for 31 years, we've been best friends.
0: That's awesome. My
1: dog, Chad Fraser and Whitney. Love All you guys. All right. All right. Love you, Radiate. We will see y'all Sunday. Yes, and with don't your forget to
0: tune in Friday for a watch party at 7 p.m. on Radiate Church's Facebook page.
2: John, I'm good every time. Join us. Her,
0: it will be Pastor's message from this past Sunday. <laughs> we love you so much. And it's getting so late. We really need to go to bed before we say things that we shouldn't. I
1: love you guys Just so kidding. much. Hey, let me pray real quick. Lord, thank you for letting us be. Pastors of an amazing church, thank you for loving us and giving us grace and redemption. God, I'm grateful that I don't have to come to your throne begging you for your promises, but I can come to your throne declaring what you've already said. And so God, I thank you for love and redemption and grace Mm -hmm. and mercy. And God, I thank you that any person watching this today that just needs to turn their life over to you, all they got to do is say the name right now. Just say, Jesus, I give you it all. Even if it's in their marriage, they need to turn their marriage over to you right right. now. All they need to say together is, Jesus, we give it to you. It's yours. And you have already redeemed it, restored it, and you'll take it to a level that it's never been before. And so God, we're grateful for that. Thank you for who you are and what you do. And thank you for what's coming to radiate church to our lives, to our counties, and to our states. We love you in your name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. See you guys tomorrow at 7 or Sunday at 10 or 1130. Love you.